Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. That's country leader 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning on your Wednesday. You can listen right along with that KISS FM mobile app and play catch up. We've got uh, Smith and Nelson on demand. You can check out from our app as well. How does this... How does the Friends reunion end up on HBO Max, not like NBC? Yeah, that's a weird licensing thing. So Friends, the TV show, is on HBO Max. Uh, now? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess Back in the day, it was an NBC show. Yes, it was an NBC show. So you would think it would be on Peacock, if anything, if it was going to be like, on the NBC streaming service. How does NBC drop the ball and uh, miss out on I mean, <laughs> it would be a huge rating success yeah, my, on, on just regular network TV if... if NBC was able to, to air the Friends reunion. You're right. And my guess is that uh, maybe Friends wasn't necessarily produced in-house at NBC. It might have been like a different company that was producing the show and NBC was airing it so that the company has the rights to wherever it is that show ends up streaming and stuff like that. So a lot of weird behind-the-scenes stuff. But at the end of the day, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> Who knows how that happened, but it's there. Somehow HBO Max scored because they're, yeah. they're going to have... Uh subscriptions yeah based on just the show they're gonna have a lot of people like sign up for like the trial is there a trial you can do with the i think there is yeah you know, uh, do your seven day trial and, right uh, and dump it maybe yeah and they're, they're about to add their new like uh like less cost uh like the ads version of it conveniently after the friend special exactly right? yes <laughs> of course <laughs> of course i feel like the i feel like they're gonna have a lot of people like sign up and then cancel but then they're also going to score because they're going to have a lot of people sign up with the the intent to cancel. And right. They just won't get around they'll to it. They'll forget or they'll be caught up watching old episodes of Friends or whatever it is. And next thing you know, what, $14.99 a month or whatever they're Yeah, exactly. Whatever they're dealing with. They're the most expensive one. Uh, so the Friends reunion happens tomorrow. Yes. In case you missed it. I mean, I don't know how you could. It's been everywhere. It has been advertised a lot. But the trailer looks pretty good, actually. It looks um, fun. Yeah. Looks uh, I'm not the biggest fan of James Corden, so hearing his voice and finding out that he's going to be the one who's asking questions, yeah. like, ah, I don't know about this. Well, I'd agree with that a little bit, but it's kind of <laughs> fun to see the gang back together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, this is kind of the time where they announced kind of some some plans for TV for the fall. CW had a uh, announcement for their fall schedule, and uh, one of the things that they announced was that they're going to have a reunion special as well. For Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo reunion <laughs> special, which when you told me this, I thought you meant like the actors in the movie Scooby-Doo. And which I was would like, make sense, right? Yeah, but I was like, are people, would people be excited about right. that? Like, I don't know if that's like a big deal. Right. Um, and, then, and then you're like, maybe it's the voice actors? And like, no, it's actually the characters from Scooby-Doo doing a reunion special. It's kind of a kind of a spoof, kind of a little a little poke at like everybody doing reunion specials right. here lately. Uh, but no, it's going to be like a cartoon reunion of uh, Scooby-Doo and the gang. Okay. Which is kind of a fun idea, right? Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be Fred, Velma, Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby, and they're all going to be like getting together for the first time in however many years and uh, talking about their old mystery-solving life or something? It says uh, the gang from Mystery Inc. is going to uh, assemble at the Warner Brothers lot to reminisce about their favorite cases and how they were filmed. And uh-oh, they soon discover the studio has its own monster problem. Oh, man. So they'll, they'll kind of work a... Uh, Work an adventure into the reunion. Okay, that's a that's a that's a fun idea. It is a fun idea. I like that. Poke, uh, a poking lot. a little bit of fun at uh, you know some of these reunions, but then also kind of a cool idea. Yeah, because we've had a few. I mean, the Friends one is like the latest, but there was the Fresh Prince one uh, a few months ago that uh, HBO Max did. I forgot about that. I did. I, I wanted to watch that and I didn't. Yeah, neither did I. I, I had the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, I should watch that, and then months passed, and I was like, I guess I'm not watching it. That is kind of the uh, the thing right now. Is, yeah. Is, 
getting everybody kind of reassembled. Right. And especially like post COVID, there was all those like Zoom reunions on shows, Parks and Rec did like a reunion special and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's it's been happening a lot over the past that, year. That was one of the fun things from uh like the the Zoom craze that hit sure, was, yeah. was a lot of shows where uh, people getting together like reading scripts for charity. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's kind of fun. All right, well there you go. There's your uh, there's your next reunion special. <laughs> it's Scooby Doo. Animated Scooby Doo. Friends special tomorrow by the way if you if you don't have all the details on it, you haven't you haven't seen the trailer. I mean, if you if you enjoyed Friends, you're going to watch the trailer and go, "Oh my gosh, where do I where I do I, where do I right pay now. where do I pay for HBO <laughs> yeah. Plus?" Yeah, I'm uh my, my girlfriend's actually been making me watch Friends recently cuz I hadn't ever actually watched the whole show through. Uh, but we're not done with it yet, and I feel like we got to finish it before we get to the Pretty reunion sure. special. Yeah. So it might be uh, you know, a few weeks to a few months before we get to that, to, to that reunion special. All right. If somehow in the world you haven't had the uh, the trailer stuffed in your face 24-7, yeah. you can check it out at KissFM.com and with your KissFM mobile app. 94.9 KissFM. Jonathan Nelson, 94.9 KissFM, a wet Wednesday morning. Man, it was so nice yesterday. It was for and, a while. Then it just changed. <laughs> yeah. It was a slow, it wasn't just, you know... Snap your fingers change, but you can just kind of see the clouds blowing in. Yeah. You knew the forecast was calling for rain. It was like, oh, here it comes. Next time I looked out the window, I was like, oh, there's the rain. Yeah, I got fooled because I knew, I knew it was supposed to rain. Like, we were talking about it in the morning, and then, like, you know, it was in the afternoon, and it was so nice and sunny out, and I went to the gym, and I came back out, and I just left my coat in, the, in my car, and I was like, oh, man, it's going to be this nice forever. <laughs> And then uh, I woke up this morning, and it was rainy and dreary and kind of cold, and my coat was in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I did the uh, I, had to, I had to peel a layer. I was hitting some golf balls yesterday, and I was like, man, this is just so nice. And yep. Like three hours later, it was raining. <laughs> Looking at rain and showers for our day. It looks like uh, they decrease. The, the chance of rain decreases as we move through the day, but still going to see rain into the early part of the afternoon and then should dry out for the evening hours. A high around 75 tomorrow. Okay. And then by Friday, we dip back down to the mid-50s. Man. Kind of bouncing around. Okay. Weather check for the morning from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino. 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. Music City 60 with some Nashville news coming at you here in just moments. We want to mention this concert announcement from yesterday. Log Jam presents... Man, they have been busy announcing shows. It has been nonstop <laughs> over the past few weeks, which is exciting, especially after last year when it was very much stop. Yeah, it was not nonstop. It seems like uh, it seems like any day we get a concert announcement, there's two or three of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yesterday, the Marshall Tucker Band. Ah, yes, they're going to be at uh, Kettle House Amphitheater. That's on the uh, July 18th Sunday night show. I don't uh, have the schedule in front of me, but it's almost like, geez. How many more days can they pack shows? I, I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. I was like, they're, they're really like running out of dates for shows, which is an awesome thing, an awesome problem to have. Uh, and I think there's even more shows to be announced over the next few weeks. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, Marshall Tucker Band, they've been around since 1972. So, 50 years, what, next year? Yeah, next year, 50 years. That's wild. I think we were talking about this in like the, you know, the lead singer is like 73 now. So, you know, imagine like starting a band when you're like 23. <laughs> And then 50 years later, you're still playing in that done. same band? That's all you've done your That's whole life. That's crazy. Yeah. How great, though. They still have the uh, the original lead singer, which is cool. A lot of times you see, you know, some of these old, some of these older bands where they've gone through these lineup changes. Right, and, and, and all you have left is, like, the original keyboardist or yeah. whatever. and everybody <laughs> else is different. They're still hanging on to the name. And yeah. It's like, you know, so to have the original lead singer still, 50 years. Incredible. Absolutely. All right, uh, a little different with the tickets. You know, usually you kind of count down to the week. Tickets go on sale on a Friday. 
Uh, but with this show for the week, uh, tickets are going to go on sale Thursday. Thursday they're going on sale. Okay, it's a little so, different. So tomorrow. Yeah, so they got the uh, the pre-sale happening today. And, of course, uh, with that, you got to kind of, like, sign up at the Logjam website. Right. Get on their, their mailing list or however it works. Uh, and then tickets will go on sale tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Okay. So there you go. Another concert announcement uh, over at the Kettle House Amphitheater, the Marshall Tucker Band. Check it out. A little Southern Rock, a little country, a little blues. Should be a lot of fun, yeah. All right, KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app with details on that. Your Music City 60 right here, 94.9 KissFM. It's what's happening in the world of country music. Well, not everything that's happening. You know, just what we can fit into a minute. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Country superstar Garth Brooks was honored with a Kennedy Center honor. It's the highest award in the U.S. for contributions to the arts. The ceremony, which was last Friday in Washington, D.C., had to be delayed for a year because of the pandemic. Along with Garth, award winners included choreographer and artist Debbie Allen, actor Dick Van Dyke, violinist Midori, and folk singer Joan Baez. At the awards ceremony, Garth's wife, country star Trisha Yearwood, had her photo taken with Dr. Anthony Fauci and Pearl that as one who'd recovered from COVID-19, she was really glad to be able to thank him in person. She also encouraged people to talk with their doctors about the vaccines for COVID. Trisha says she got her second vaccine last week. And coming up this weekend on PBS, the National Memorial Day concert, which will honor our fallen servicemen and women and give special recognition to retired General Colin Powell. Performances include country greats Alan Jackson, Mickey Guyton, Vince Gill, and more. Tune in or stream the concert all weekend long on PBS. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. 94.9 KISS FM. It's Smith & Nelson in the morning, rainy Wednesday, looking at some showers right on through our day. Decreasing chance of showers as we get to the later part of the afternoon and for the evening hours. Looks like we should kind of hit the, uh, the dry phase and end up being a pretty good looking Thursday tomorrow with a high around 75. Friday, upper 50s, bouncing around a little bit. Saturday, back up near 70. Okay. All over the place. Weather check for the morning from the Advocates Injury Attorneys. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Got a big week for you. And others coming up next week. <laughs> next Friday, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's when the Roxy's reopening? Next Friday, June 4th, the Roxy Theater finally reopening after like 13, uh, 15 months, I believe, closed totally over a year. Which normally, that's like your home away from home. Basically. You live kind of close. You can walk over to the Roxy. Yes. You're doing weekend shows. Yeah, I live right around the corner from the Roxy, and uh, during a normal time, I was there all the time. I spent so much time at the Roxy, at the movies. And uh, when they were uh, closed, it was it was pretty rough for me. I'm assuming also for the Roxy, but uh, <laughs> but it was but it was pretty rough. Uh, you know, it's just it was the place I used to go to all the time, and uh, I wasn't able to. You got your uh, you kind of got your security blanket back. Exactly, your, your movies have returned. AMC's now open during the week. Yeah, the Roxy opening next weekend. Exactly, Centerfield Cinemas happening again. Centerfield Cinemas happening, and the Roxy is also uh, kind of ex- expanding into more movies this uh, summer too, with these uh, outdoor screenings on the Hip Strip. Uh, the parking lot outside the senior center across the street from the Roxy, they'll be doing these free outdoor movies all summer long. They were actually supposed to start this past weekend uh, with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on Sunday night. Uh, and I was going to go. I was all set to go. Rain. And then, yeah, rained all day on Sunday. And uh, they 
announced pretty early. It said like Sunday morning. They were like, yeah, it's it's canceled. It's not Spider Man <laughs> couldn't overcome his greatest enemy yet. Yes, Mother Nature. <laughs> the uh, the rain came and washed the spider out, right. or whatever the uh, <laughs> however the song goes. Um, but uh, but they unveiled the uh, the full lineup for the rest of the season. So starting in June, they're going to be doing the Royal Tenenbaums. That's on June twentieth. Uh, the General, Buster Keaton's silent movie with a live score by Travis Yost. That's on uh, June 27th. Uh, they're showing High Fidelity and Do the Right Thing in July. August, they got The Breakfast Club and School of Rock. And then they're wrapping it up in September with uh, Point Break. Uh, and again, totally free to go to these things. Yeah. Uh, you can bring your own chairs. They also have chairs for you to rent uh, if you want to go there, too. Um, but, yeah, pretty cool. Like, just a cool free thing they're able to do. They're going to have the outdoor screen set up in the parking lot. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, fun idea for sure. And then uh, they'll get uh, they'll get the doors open next weekend. Yeah, with uh, I believe Nomadland and Minari are the two movies they're showing when they first open, uh, which makes sense. Those are kind of two big award season movies that didn't really get any kind of theatrical release in Missoula, uh, so it's nice to get them uh, out there, which is great. All right, we've got that story on our website and our Kiss FM mobile app. Also, a story with uh, Mountain Line where they're going to require masks through September. That's right, as we're all kind of just. Bouncing around, going, who's requiring what? Don't need nothing here. Okay, yeah. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of in line with like federal TSA rules, where the TSA was the TSA kind of put it together with like all like public transportation and stuff going going through mid September. Makes so, sense. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, there's one other story you can check out. Uh, kind of a confrontation over the weekend with uh, officers, and one of them ended up getting put into a headlock, and one another one was spit on. Yeah, that's eh, probably not what you want to do. Probably uh, not if you're uh, being confronted by police. Uh, well, there you go. So you got to, you got a little fun story there with the Roxy. Absolutely, got a little news story there with the Mountain Lion. You got a crime story there with we, that we, last one. We got it all on KissFM.com and your free KissFM app. We, we really do. We got you covered. That's a great reason to have the app right there. Keep you in the loop. Don't have it? Download it for free for Apple and Android. There you be. What's going on around town? 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson. With what's newsy and noteworthy. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. And the most watched TV series of the past season are out. And the top three are all football. Uh, number one, Sunday Night Football. Number two, Thursday Night Football. Number three, <laughs> Monday Night Football. Uh, and then you get the actual TV shows. Uh, this Is Us and The Masked Singer were tied for fourth place. Then you got the Equalizer, Grey's Anatomy, more Thursday Night Football. Wow. Nine one one, The Bachelor and The Bachelorettes are your most watched TV series of this four past of the, season. Four of the top ones in football. Yeah, which I, th- I think it's kind of how it works most Usually, years. Yeah. yeah, because football's big. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Story uh, says the Florida Highway Patrol recently arrested a 34-year-old man for running into his dad during a driving lesson. Father was teaching the son how to park. He's 34, by the way. Right. <laughs> when the son accidentally stepped on the gas, drove over a parking block, hit his father. The dad was taken to the hospital with serious injuries, and the son was arrested and charged with driving with no driver's license. Jeez. No word on why the 34-year-old did not have his license. But I'll go back to the opening sentence. A Florida man. <laughs> That's a crazy story. I love that you uh, kept referencing the fact that he is 34, He is by 34. The way. He learning, to, learning to make to sure. Drive. Uh, there you go. Uh, this uh, could be a problem. By the time we get to the 4th of July, there could be a fireworks shortage this summer. Uh, and they might be a little bit more expensive this year. They say some places that sell them haven't been able to get as many fireworks because of the pandemic. Uh, one store in Minnesota said their stock is down about 30%. They're still waiting on shipments from China. Uh, but also, all the major fireworks shows got canceled last summer, and people bought more of them for backyard celebrations. So there's not a ton of overstock from last year left. Uh, so a lot of vendors saying uh, they expect the prices to be about like 10 to 20% higher than usual. 
So a heads up for anybody planning for a 4th of July this summer. Price is higher, I believe. Shortage? Yeah, I believe it when I see it. I'm sure there's going to be fireworks this I summer. feel like there's all these threats of shortages. Yeah, oh, bacon shortage. And right. This, this shortage. Hey, we just never see it. Well, there, I mean, there was that big toilet paper shortage. <laughs> that that toilet, did happen. That wasn't a threat of there's going to be a toilet paper shortage. That was just, you blink, and then it was like, oh, my God. That's true. Yeah. Uh Here's a story. It says a uh, fugitive in Canada recently called 911 because he got stuck in a pit. The uh, 46-year-old man told cops he was being chased by a group of unknown people when he fell into the pit and he couldn't get out. Firefighters used a ladder to help rescue the man. And since they were there, cops thought, well, maybe we'll just run a little background check. Okay. Ended up finding out that he was indeed a fugitive and was wanted <laughs> and arrested him. I just like that to be your story. Swapping stories while you're in jail. Right. How'd you get caught? Everybody shares, then you go, like, well, I fell into a pit. Uh, I called the cops. They, I, I didn't yeah. think they would check. <laughs> yeah. I, I called the cops myself to help get out. Right. Th- this one's on me, As guys. luck would have it. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty great story. Uh, a server recently shared a story about a customer uh, who tried to uh, spoil his date when he, when he came in. He ordered a bunch of expensive stuff. And included an entire array of appetizers. And when the bill came, he insisted on paying. Uh, the bill came to $289, and he tipped $100. Nice. So that's an almost 35% yeah. tip. That's a very good tip. Not long after they left, he ran back into the place alone, <laughs> demanding that they reduce his tip to just $20, <laughs> which is only 7% of the bill. Now it's not so great a tip. Deal. I forgot something inside. Yes. I'll be right back. And uh, so he's trying to dispute that, and he was kind of a jerk about it, saying, uh, you know, if he didn't go, if they didn't do it, he'd dispute it with the credit card company and all that. Uh, so the server, not so happy about it, and uh, didn't really like being used as part of the show for his date. Uh, so she followed him out as he left and uh, ran up to his car, tapped in the window, and then in front of his date said, Sir, if you want to reduce your tip from $100 to <laughs> just $20, you'll just have to sign a new receipt. <laughs> In front of the date. Yes. Oh, that's great. The date was stunned. The guy was glaring at her. And uh, that, that's a pretty great story right there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> good, uh, good way to get back at that guy. That's funny. All right. Final one. Always in the sports world, you always get these you get crazy injuries. How about the uh, pitcher for the Indians that broke his thumb while trying to take off his T-shirt? <laughs> Zach Wiesack went uh, viral yesterday. He was put on the injured list with a right thumb fracture while, quote, aggressively ripping off his t-shirt. Wow. Apparently, he was trying to take his t-shirt off. I don't know how you aggressively take your shirt off, but somehow he got his thumb stuck in a chair (laughs) while he was taking it off, and somehow somehow the way he moved or did it, it, he broke his thumb. Man, I mean, hey, shirts are hard sometimes. Shirts shirts are hard. hard. You you have to block your own vision to take out the shirt for a second. Anything can happen during during those few seconds. Especially if you're doing it aggressively, I guess. Exactly. Newsy and noteworthy. There you go. It's Kiss. Smith and Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. Exciting. Country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. We had a conversation yesterday. Actually, it started because we were, we were looking at a story that was talking about backseat drivers. Yeah, like who in your family is the most likely to be a backseat driver? A lot of people are saying the teenager yeah. in their family, <laughs> uh, which is kind of a surprising answer. It's actually the top answer. Yeah. Somehow that morphed into uh, things that irritate you with other drivers, and then we threw that out as the uh, question of the day yesterday. Yes, and I uh, got a ton of great responses to that one because uh, everybody gets irritated by other drivers all the time. Absolutely. It was a, uh, a fill-in-the-blank yesterday. Yes. The thing that irritates you the most about other drivers is blank exactly uh so like david saying them pulling out in front of me pulling heavy equipment me having to stand on my brakes because they won't go on uh that's something that irritates uh david right there i'm right there with david when when someone pulls out in front of you 
and they're in just a big old slow vehicle. <laughs> and then you look, it's the worst. I, I get it if you if they found the only space and they're trying to get out, but the worst is when they do that and you look in your rearview mirror and you're like, there's nobody behind me. Right. For, well, they couldn't wait just for one more car? <laughs> exactly. Come on. Uh, Cindy's saying roundabouts. I swear nobody knows how to slow down and look left <laughs> as you come upon one. Uh, which uh, And there's a lot of roundabouts in Missoula yeah. that you got to deal with uh, yeah. a lot of the time. So, yeah, I get that one. Uh, Ricky saying a popular one, which uh, I threw out there yesterday. When you don't use your turn signals, uh, that's one that, uh, hey, that, that, that is probably, I think, the most frustrating thing uh, whenever anybody is driving around. Uh, people on their phones not paying attention to the road, also a big one on here. Uh, I think Mark's answer might be my favorite, just being on the road the same time that I am. <laughs> That's the thing that irritates every, me the most. Everything. Everyone else around me. Uh, and also one of my favorites here, Alex saying, out-of-state license plates, uh, which she threw out, I, I guess, kind of as like a joke. And then somebody responded and saying, hey, your profile says you're from Washington. It's got a backfire on Alex right there. That's great. Uh, which is great. Uh, on a two-lane road, and their lane has an obstruction, so they go around instead of waiting and then cause the oncoming cars to slow or stop. Uh, that was one from uh, Scott right there. Uh, sitting at a stoplight, texting or looking at social media, not paying attention, yeah. and also texting and driving down the highway all over the road at 80 miles per hour. Just texting and driving in general. I always always root for like the awkwardness of when someone's at the light, and I, I see them looking down at their phone, and they're like texting or whatever. I'm just, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, come on, light, turn green. Let them not notice. <laughs> Let them not notice. And then yep. so, so that like my lane can go, and then I like, look in the rearview mirror and see how long it takes them to be like, oh, jeez, jeez. Yep, Exactly. Uh, speeding through school zones in small towns. Uh, Michelle oh, threw yeah. that one out there, which that's a good answer right there. That's uh, especially, you know, school zone could be like 10 miles an hour or something, and then you're driving like 40. Yeah. Don't even realize. Uh, I, I like Aaron's answer, too, mostly because this, it's just a very pure answer. She's saying, people don't sing and car dance at the stoplights anymore. Air surf with their arm out the window. Wave and smile at other drivers. Be happy. You have transportation. I like that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. What irritates you the most? The fact that people aren't just having a good time. Exactly. Uh, which is great. Uh, when you let someone into traffic and they don't wave or acknowledge that you did that. Yeah. You know, you, you, just, you want that little courtesy wave. I'm right, I'm <laughs> right there with that it. one. Yeah. When you let someone, when you wait, like, go ahead, get in, you know, and they just, they don't even, like, give you the wave or nothing. Yep. Uh, coming to a complete stop to make a right-hand turn. Uh, Carol threw that one out there, especially on 93, she says. Uh, when passing someone going slow, then as soon as you pass, they speed up and try and get back in front of you. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Brandy saying, tailgating, people who choose to travel 10 or more miles under the speed limit. Uh, that's definitely an irritating one for sure. Uh, running the reds slash stop arm of my school bus when I'm trying to get kids on and off the bus. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is, yeah, that can be rough. Yeah. Especially, you know, kids are walking across the street. And, and that could be dangerous. Yeah, jeez. Uh, definitely driving slow in the left lane of the freeway. Nancy threw that one out there. Uh, and then Jim saying what this thread tells us is that there are a lot of people <laughs> frustrated with a lot of other people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are a ton of more, uh, more comments out there on the Facebook page too. Like that, that barely even scratches the surface of all the, uh, angry uh, stuff that you get about other drivers there. I do like, I do like how Aaron went with the positive that yes, no one, Surfs with their arm out the window. Yes, hopefully, hope, smiles. Hopefully, this segment has inspired people <laughs> to uh, you know dance a little bit when you're at a stoplight or whatever. There you go. <laughs> As you mentioned, there's a, there's still a lot more to the list. Absolutely. If you want to add to it, things that irritate you the most about other drivers. Fill in the blank there on our Facebook page in the comment section or with our free Kiss FM mobile app. 
Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Nelson with 94.9 Kiss FM and with your Kiss FM mobile app. You can listen live. You can also listen on demand from the app. Part of our morning brought to us by Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way, just before the airport. For appointments, call Donna at 542-2218. It's AutomotiveCuttingEdge.com. What is going to become of the uh, the Kettle House tap room, the, uh, the old building that they moved out of here yeah. like, recently. That was one of the first uh one of the first like effects of the pandemic I remember like at least locally when uh, places started to shut down a little bit. I think that was the first one I heard of where the kettle, the kettle house tap room the north side I believe, right? That's the north side one. Yeah. Uh they had to shut down. They were going to be vacating that building. Yeah, I can't uh, I can't remember for sure the timeline of all the the news of different places, but I feel like you're right. I feel like that's the first one that really made news. Of, yeah. Whoa, they're closing and they're, you know, and partly because of uh, what's going on with the pandemic, right? I was uh, poking around on social media yesterday, and I saw I saw a listing where they have the building for sale. So I clicked on it. I was kind of looking through. They had some great pictures of the place. Yeah, I instantly made me go, ah, oh, man, man. I, 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 never even, I never even really went there and checked it out. Yeah, you know, I, I've been to the uh, the south side one a bunch because I live kind of close by there. But I've actually ne- had never been to the north side one. I thought it was the coolest building when I moved to town. Just the fact you could like kind of drive underneath right. it, you know, and I, yeah. I just thought, man, that place that's awesome. And I, I wanted to go, and I had a friend in town, and we were looking for something to eat. We'd climb the M, yeah, hike the M, and we we're looking for kind of lunch. And so popped in, and they're like, "Oh no, we don't do food." It's like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> and I went, "Well, I'll come back sometime." And and then it, and, and then it, it closed down, and, and, and I never back. made it back. I uh. never made it back. Uh, but it's, it was. Posted for sale, listed for sale, I should say, and uh, a cool $2 million can get you that building. Okay. Uh, it says the building has potential for retail, office, manufacturing, and cold storage space, uh, which I guess used to be a fruit storage warehouse before it became uh, the Kettle House building there. So I guess if someone wanted to kind of turn around and go go back to that way of thinking with it, they could. They could. They could open up another new bar or something like that. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, different possibilities over there. So that's the thing. Uh, we don't really know what it's going to be, but kind of starting to go down that path where it's for sale now and someone makes the purchase, we're going to end up seeing what it'll become. But yeah, I'm sure it'll be a little while until we finally figure out what's going to be there. Oh, sure. But uh, yeah, it's going to be weird to have like a different logo on that building as you're driving through that area. I know. Yeah, it's going to be weird. But looking at looking at some of the pictures from the post, it was like, ah, oh, man, gosh, it's, it's such a bummer. Yeah. Like when we saw the news, it was like, oh, that's a bummer. And kind of forgot about it. <laughs> saw the posting. And it was like, oh, no. Right. Oh, after after a year of COVID and our brains are soup and we don't know what's happening with anything or any, around town anymore, uh, to like be reminded of this. Like, oh, man. But I, but I was I was thinking we should just we should get people pooling money. We all go in on the two mil. Okay. Kind of like I was thinking the Green Bay Packers in the NFL, how they're like, uh, they're like a they're like community owned. Yeah, people own shares in the Green Bay Packers, and like technically, you know, the team is like owned by by the fans. Yeah, Montana. I forget what town it was. Montana just opened just, up its yeah, first right. first community owned brewery. That's right. We could do that in Missoula. That it can a, happen. That was a story like a month ago or so, right? Well, yeah. If, if every Smith and Nelson listener put in five bucks, <laughs> I think we can we make it happen. Still need almost two billion. <laughs> 
right. You want to uh, check the story, though? They've got it listed for sale. Kind of, kind of cool to actually just kind of poke around the listing and yeah. kind of look through the details of the place and everything. Uh, Kiss FM and KissFM.com. The details with the old Kettle House building up for sale. Morning on 94.9 Kiss FM. As country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson, a little after 9 o'clock. We'll get you next Eric Church code word. Chance to fly away, see Eric Church in concert. His opening show of his fall tour. So your code word coming up just after 9 as we give you 10 a day on 94.9 Kiss FM. That's right. Right around this time every morning, it's Movies with Mike. We give Mike a couple movie titles. He attempts to give us the year that the movies came out. That is the goal. Why do we do it? Well, he just has a head full of movie knowledge and <laughs> dates and such. And figure we'd see which which ones he knows and what he can do with them. Yes, sir. All right, here you go. As we do every morning right around this time. Uh, let's start here for the morning with Hackers. Hackers. Um, this sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, I, I know the title, and I, I, ha- I can picture it in my head. But who's in the movie? <laughs> uh, Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, Jesse Bradford, Matthew Lillard. Okay. In a Lane Softly film. Okay. Angelina Jolie. Johnny Lee Miller was in Train Spotting in 96. And I think Hackers would have been shortly after that. I think Angelina Jolie being in it and Matthew Lillard being in it places it like... Late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, I think Hackers, I'm going to say, was 98. 98 for Hackers. Mm. Actually, September of 95. 95, really? Yeah. Okay. 95. Uh, number two, old Johnny T. Johnny Travolta. Okay. Urban <laughs> Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. John Travolta. Uh, who else is in this movie? Deborah Winger. Scott Glenn. Okay. Uh, A James Bridges film. Interesting. Uh, John Travolta, Deborah Winger, Scott Glenn. Uh, I've never seen Urban Cowboy, but I feel like I, I know the title, and I feel like I've seen the year 1980 associated with that title. So you've so, never seen the movie? Never seen the movie, but I feel like it came out in 1980. You're going with your answer based on you feel like somewhere you've seen that 80 was attached to it. Yes. I love it. I love it. And it works. There you go. All right. <laughs> Somewhere in your reading. Yes, somewhere in my perusal of films and whatnots. You saw, uh, you saw that it was correctly attached. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Final one. Make or break. Win or lose for your Wednesday. The Siege. The Siege. Is this... Uh, I was thinking this the Steven Seagal thing, but that's, that's under. That's under Siege. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so who's in The Siege? One Denzel Washington. Ah, uh, you always throw me off with the Denzel movies. One Bruce Willis. Okay. Annette Bening, Tony Shalhoub. Pretty awesome cast. So it's not like I just scraped something uh, <laughs> that nobody's ever heard of up and <laughs> presented it to you. We got right. some, we got some big name players here. Okay, so Denzel, Bruce Willis, Annette Bening, and Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Who's the director of the siege? Edward Zwick. Okay, Ed Zwick. Was the director of The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Uh, that was in 2003. Also did uh, Jack Reacher 2 more recently. Uh, I believe he did the Pink Panther remakes with Steve Martin, actually, wow. also. That might have been him. Karate Kid, I want to say, was also like, the remake of Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. Uh, but The Siege sounds like it was probably an earlier movie in his uh, filmography. Uh, Denzel, Annette Benning, Bruce Willis, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, this is going to be a rough one to go out on if uh, you get the buzzer. 
<laughs> all those, all those names, all those names. I think, uh, I mean, Denzel would have had Malcolm X in '92. I feel like the siege might have been shortly after that, uh, and I feel like uh, I'm not a hundred percent, but Edswick might have been the director of Glory, which was '89, and so he worked with Denzel on that one. I feel like I'm going to say the siege was '93. '93 for the siege. Ah. It was November of 98. 98. 1998. Okay, a little bit off. Denzel and Bruce Willis. There you go. Yeah, it's a good combo. All right, there you go. Dealer uh, Dealer gets a win on the day. I suppose so. All right, nice. There's no supposing about it. Well, yes. It's, yeah, a, it's you, a true fact. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You won. <laughs> you don't get to be like, well, okay, I guess. I, I mean, guess. you know, on a technicality, yeah. whatever. <laughs> All right, Movies with Mike, back at it right around this time tomorrow morning. Smith & Nelson, it's Kiss. We want you to be at the first show back from one of country music's biggest stars, Eric Church. Listen for the hourly code words weekdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Enter it using your Kiss FM mobile app or at kissfm.com for your chance to win. Concert tickets, airfare, hotel, and $500 for the first show back from Eric Church. Brought to you by UMG Nashville and 94.9 KISS FM. And KISS FM, Smith & Nelson. As we look at the rain outside, the rain boot, gray Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking a little earlier this morning. It was during Newsy and Noteworthy. We were talking about a story about a guy who tried to impress his date. Yes. At and, a restaurant. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, tried to, you know, order a bunch of expensive stuff. He had a whole array of appetizers and stuff. And when the bill came, he insisted on paying for it. Came out to two hundred and eighty nine dollars. He tipped a hundred dollars, thirty five percent tip. That's quite. That's quite the meal just for two people. Absolutely, yeah. If you're spending more than you know a hundred bucks max for two people, that's that's a pretty expensive day right there. Uh, and then yeah, almost thirty five percent tip. And then when they left, he ran back inside, pretended he had to go get his keys or something, <laughs> and then uh, told told the waitress, "Hey, can you actually uh, you know drop this down from from a hundred dollars to twenty dollars?" Uh, and he was trying to like be all discreet about it, and uh, yeah, and then the waitress kind of turns it around on him and uh, chased him down afterwards, and like in front of his date, said, "Hey, you know, <laughs> if you want to reduce your tip from one hundred dollars to twenty dollars, you need to sign this new receipt and uh, all that stuff." So embarrassed him in front of his date, that exactly he was trying to impress. Yeah, I think maybe the way he should have done it is maybe leave a two hundred dollar tip, <laughs> and, and then, then when say, go back like, inside with it, be, like with your copy of the receipt, be like, oh my god, I just. Uh, I'm not, I didn't mean 200. I meant 20. I, I, was, I accidentally I was uh, sidetracked. Uh, threw an extra zero yeah, on maybe there. Maybe that'd be the Whoops. way to do it. That might have been the way to do it. It's tough to go from 100 to 20. That's totally different. Yeah. But still, it still would have been a jerk move, uh, especially because he's well, sure. dro- dropping you, down to a 7% tip from you the 35%. Could the, you could have had the backstory, though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so next time this guy <laughs> tries that, that's the, that, that's the move, right? <laughs> uh, I got us thinking, though. What, what's. Uh, What's something embarrassing that yes. happened to you in front of your date? Yeah, what's, and I think a lot of people have those kind of stories, especially when they're first, like, first couple of dates with the person, just something embarrassing that uh, would happen to you. I remember, uh, man, it was a couple of years ago at this point, I went to the, uh, the Union Club to meet up with this girl, and uh, we were hanging out. I thought we were having a pretty good time. And then like about halfway through, uh, her friends arrived. Like Her friends like showed up uh, like halfway through, and they were like, sitting at a table like kind of near us. But so she would just kind of keep getting distracted and being like, hey, like, oh, she's like, well, my friends are here. And then, like, at one point, we both, like, went to the bathroom 
like separately and, and uh never and, reassemble and we came back oh. in and then like well, we came back and then like five minutes later it was like very clear like she doesn't want to hang out with me anymore <laughs> she wants to go hang out with her friends uh and so I was, and so we were kind of like wrapping up and she was like oh you can like hang out with us if you want and i'm like i don't think that yeah, would, I'm good. that feels like that's probably not what you want me to do yeah uh, so i'm gonna leave <laughs> i was trying to think i can't think of a good like oh my gosh that was so embarrassing yeah uh so it's not not like totally embarrassing, but I remember one of the, one of the first times um, my wife now while we were dating though um, I'd left home and I, you know, you're teenagers, teenagers just you want to go, and so it was like, you know, sure. mom, I'm gonna just I'll eat on the go, whatever. Yep. So I remember having like I had a couple of tacos on a, like a paper plate <laughs> in the front seat of my car. <laughs> Took the first turn to get out of the main road, just like all the, onto the floor. Ah, so man. So, I, so like I when I got to her place, pick her up. I was like, oh, I gotta clean all these. Let me just clean these tacos up. <laughs> but she still teases me about it to this day. Like, yeah, just anything that she can tie it into. Like you know, be a be a weekend. I'll I'll clean clean the car and vacuum it out. And you know, just just you know, oh, did you get in it? And doesn't smell like tacos anymore. Or, <laughs> you know, if, like several cars <laughs> later at this point, it's dinner still... <laughs> time, and I'm gonna go pick up Taco Bell. It's like, be careful, don't spill them on your floor. Like, <laughs> Like, all right. Like that just stuck in there forever. We, we get it 20 That's years great. later. That's great. That's great. That <laughs> actually reminds me of another one where uh, I was uh, I was at a music festival with this girl. This is like five years ago at this point. And I had this uh, really good like white shirt on. It was a great white shirt. <laughs> and uh, I went to uh, this truck and I got like this thing of nachos. It was like pulled pork nachos. Yes. It was. De- it looked delicious. And uh, I finally like waited like 20 minutes. I finally got it. I took a step <laughs> and I stepped in a hole. And uh, I tripped, and I tripped, and like all the nachos went all over my shirt. <laughs> That's great. It was uh, it was not a good scene. I don't know white. I mean, any shirt's gonna be bad. Any shirt is bad, but shirt. and then, you know, I was stuck in a music festival. It was like ninety degrees outside. It was like a cider fest type thing. Well, that's an easy fix. Go buy a t-shirt. Well, at the, the merch booth. Uh, actually, what I ended up doing is uh, I just turned my shirt inside out, uh, so you could still see the stain a little bit, but it wasn't nearly as bad. But that shirt was ruined forever. Uh, uh, so that wasn't great. <laughs> that's funny. All right, we're uh, we're talking embarrassing stories. So it's on Facebook right now. Just hit publish there. What's yes. the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you in front of a date? So give a give us a little uh, give us a little backstory with that one. Yeah, absolutely. With its country in Drummond, it's Montana's country leader, ninety four nine Kiss FM. Transport a you know newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphics shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. It's learning time every morning with the nugget. Try to give you a little piece of info that you, you maybe didn't know. Exactly. And uh, I'm going to start with one that you might have already. That uh, the U.S. Department of Defense. They buy more explosive devices than anyone else in the entire world. That makes sense. Even if you weren't like thinking about it, you probably just kind of thought that, like, oh, yeah, once you hear that, like, yeah, that totally makes yeah. sense. But who's number two? It's not another country. Number two is the Walt Disney Company. So, oh, so we're not talking like, we're not talking like explosives like military. We're talking all kinds of explosives. Uh, I mean, just explosive devices in general, but really, for Disney, no, it's not a right. military We're explosive. Fireworks. We're talking about fireworks because of all the fireworks they buy for their parks. Yeah. That makes them the second biggest buyer of explosive devices uh, out of anybody in the entire world. I guess the new 
when you go generic and just phrase it as explosive devices, <laughs> then I guess that makes sense. They do the do the nightly fireworks shows. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So much fireworks uh, being used in Disney's so that makes them number two, which I, is a pretty wild thing. I was thinking high powered weapons and rocket launchers. I mean, you don't know that Disney's not buying that. Also, <laughs> that's true. Just saying. Just <laughs> just in case. Just throwing that just out there. Case. And now Disney's lawyers are coming after <laughs> Smith and Nelson in the morning. Need to no, or not? No, no, no. Just Smith. Oh yeah, that's Thank true. You. Need to or not? Now you know.